10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 2, 2, 2100. It's the 21. Hey, hey, hey. It's the 21. Yeah, it's the 21. It is the 21. Yeah, it's the 21. It's the 21. Yeah, it's the 21. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, this the 21. Yeah, you know that you love it. I got a pocket full of dreams and a mouth full of money. It's like almost every day I be reborn something. Have you seen the PT? Yeah, you know that we starting. Yeah, this the 21. Yeah, the 21. And I got a picture perfect view for the way that I run it. And I'ma tell the whole truth, spreading love like it's nothing. Welcome, 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 welcome to 2100. I am your host with the motherfucking most. My name is Jason Peters, and welcome. This is my program, 2100, and sometimes we do silly episodes, sometimes we do serious episodes, and I'm excited to see the way this one hangs hangs because uh, this is the past. I haven't recorded the episode yet. I don't know how it's going to go, but here with me is my guest, Samira Johnson. Yes, hello, hello world. This is Samira. So introduce yourself a little bit, Samira. I know you as an artist. I know that you do, you make music, but uh, we're we're here to discuss music, your life, and then a greater topic on top of all of that. Correct. Um, I am currently homeless. I would say that I am in a shelter, so technically, I have a roof over my head. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I was that was going to be one of my fir- one of my first questions was. Um, do you even consider yourself homeless because you're in a shelter? So technically that's, that's just shelter. That's it's not shelter, home correct. because home implies comfort. Home implies the idea of, yes, yeah, safety and comfort to a certain extent. Correct. 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 Um, I can say that um, it took me a minute to actually get comfortable in the shelter. So I myself will consider that my home says mm. it on my driver's license. Oh, you ha- that's yes, your address? It yes, there? it actually I didn't even is know my you could address. Do that. Yes. My address, I haven't lived on the address on my license in seven years. Seven years? Oh, wow. Because, well, I can't, I won't say the reason I do it, Heard. but uh, it's my parents' house, which is in Bucks County. Okay. One of the main reasons I do it is because in Bucks County, your vote counts more because there's less people. That is interesting. So I'll, I've, I vote there, and there's certain things I do there. Also, uh, there's a I get my stuff mailed there. It's, it's just easier because I don't really know the specifics of either way. <laughs> Beyond that, um, the the interesting thing about this, and I'll, I'll just say it: I'm a white man. You are yes. a black woman. That is correct. We have our differences. We are the same exact age. When's your birthday? January 14th. So you're January 14th. I'm April 24th. Ooh, nice. There's about three months difference yes. uh, in our age. Me, I am not homeless. I, I, I'm, I'm not rich. <laughs> I'm not rich, but I'm not homeless. And I, I just want to talk to you about your experience with housing and, and your relationship to shelter. Um, Take me through your life. How did you grow up? Where did you grow up? Where, yeah, talk talk me through some of that. Okay, well, I'm going to say that I grew up in New Jersey. Mm. Where specifically? Not too sure. My mother moved us around a lot. A lot of people thought I was a military 
I came from a military background and I was just like, no, my mother has been through welfare in the system since I can remember three years old. Um, I remember sleeping in hotels at the time. I didn't know, hey, it's because my mother needs help. My father was not around from my memory. And when he was around, um, I'm not too sure of their you know, relationship. Mm -hmm. So growing up, it was truly, truly understanding that stability was moving house to house. That was stability for me. Um, so being in my predicament, how did I end up there? I was in South Carolina last year. Uh, I would say around how did How November. did the transition from Jersey to South, South Carolina, Carolina take place? Well, my mother decided, hey, why don't we all just go to South Carolina? That's literally what happened. <laughs> like, literally, I was yeah. just like, what? what about all my friends? What about, you yeah, know, my life. life here? You know, I mean, my mother is just like, no. So guess what? We had to pack. So when, when did you go to South Carolina? Um, I've been there three times on and off. So the first time I went, it was when I was in ninth grade. Okay. Yes. And we stayed there for two years. Then we moved back to New Jersey. My mom didn't like it. We moved back to South Carolina. My mom didn't like it. Um, so 16, moved right back up to New Jersey in Camden. Then I started to finish high school. I went to Camden County Technical School in Pensalkin, finished mm -hmm. out my high school. You finished high school? Yes, sir. That's good. Graduated That's good A. Clack, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So from then on, I was staying at my grandmother's house and I still didn't understand the concept of having my own home. Well, talk to me about this. What is the longest period of time you've ever stayed in one place? A year. In in one building? A year. And right now you've been in the shelter six months? Six months, that is correct. So if you stay at the shelter for like 13 months, 18 months, that'll be the longest you've ever lived in one place. Yes. And And so... And so I, so I don't know. So I have to do conversations like this, not yeah. for me. Me, personally, I am one of the foremost journalists covering homelessness in Philadelphia. So I understand a lot of this. I already did a homelessness podcast episode. Okay. It was called Homelessness and Roller Coasters back in 2018. And the, the idea was that if I want to trick my podcast listeners into listening about homelessness for an hour, I have to throw in little bits of roller coasters to keep them engaged. And I was very open about that because no one wants to talk about this kind of shit, you know? It's real. It's real. Um, I, I just don't. So my thing is, I don't. I have to do this kind of conversation with you because there's people at home that don't like understand it, but I don't think there's ever been a more cut and dry case. Like you never lived at a place for more than a year. Yes. How would you ever have a house? How would you ever be housing secure? Like, like how, how would you know? Correct. 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 And that actually takes it back to my mental state. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't in the right mind state to even ask those questions on, okay, well, how do I go about this? Or how do I scout out for homes? How do yeah. I do this? I was too worried about what was going on in my environment. Well, that's because you didn't have a stable environment. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, all right, now, now it's knowledge time, a little bit of knowledge time, knowledge time. I had knowledge pulled up. So 
There's a few things that I think are incredibly important to talk about about shelter, one of them being uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is a, a triangle-type pyramid like this. It's a sociological idea. I, I studied sociology. not a st- I, I took one class on sociology, and then I became a professor's assistant in sociology Ooh, nice. when I was in uh, East Stroudsburg. Maslow's hierarchy of needs says it's kind of like the food pyramid, but for like what a person needs to be at peace in life uh, from a sociological perspective. And the base of the pyramid, the bottom of the pyramid, can you guess what it is? I'm going to say some type of foundation. Shelter. 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 You you can't be a fucking person if you don't have a fucking place where you can have to yourself. You uh, peace and quiet, peace of mind. It, uh, trust me, I've I, I I've slept all sorts of crazy. I've slept on a bench once. I I've slept all over the place, but never because of poverty. It was never like I I had one really shitty apartment where gangs used to hang out and like my roommate's car got shot. But that I, it was still my apartment. It's not right. even close to homelessness. And even sleeping in a place where you're not comfortable for like three four nights in a row, like a sketchy Airbnb or a friend's house or out on vacation when you're broke, that is taxing on a person's mental. Correct. So my heart goes out to you for having to deal with it every single day of your life. Thank you. Um, and and that's pretty much what we're here to talk about. And on top of that, a little bit of history, because I always say to look back, um, to look forward to, towards the future, you have to look backwards. And I looked back at the first human uh, instances of shelter. And the first human instances of shelter took place about 800,000 years ago, between 800,000 and 1.5 million years ago. Um, And what they did was they built something called hearths where they could go inside. And what these hearths allowed for was for cooking. And and cooking is what turned the biology of of a primate into a human being because when you cook food it gives you it unlocks nutrients Mm -hmm. that allow the brain and the body to flourish it's evolution so when you boil it down having shelter is literally part of what makes us human i'm all about housing as a human right i'm all about medical care as a human right and and some will tie that to my lefty politics however Beyond that, it's more of the interactions that I have. It's the people I meet in my life. And I I just want to center your experience quickly. Um, Talk to me about the shelter. How was your day today? Let's talk about your day today. What was your day today like? What was last night like going into today? I'm going to start off with last night. Last night, um, a woman at the shelter who was possibly, you know, under the influence Mm -hmm. had a disagreement with another woman who was staying at the shelter. We can say racial, we can say anything. I wasn't there listening. Um, They got into a disagreement. Um, They actually fought. And with that, it's like, bro, I gotta get out of here. Like, I gotta go clear my head, but you can't do that because, hey, it's curfew at 11 p.m. You can't leave, so you have to stay in the mix of all of that toxic energy. And it's like, bro, how can I just truly, where can I go to escape? Mm-hmm. And I can't. So I truly had to watch videos, stay in my own mindset of bliss. Yeah. 
So when I woke up knowing that I was coming to see you, it was like, okay, prepare for that day. So this morning I actually went to therapy. That's what I do yeah. outside of this. I have to for myself. So I went to therapy, came back to the shelter and just stayed outside, honestly. I didn't want to go back in there because literally there's people in there who are still angry about last night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Looking yeah, for revenge. Yeah, no, I trust, trust, trust. <laughs> what I've found, um, so in, in Philly last summer, there was a homeless encampment that okay. bubbled to the size of 200 tents, 200 of the city's homeless banded together. And uh, they fought the city for housing and essentially won. Like they all ended up, after three eviction attempts, the cops and everyone failed. Um, and I was the first journalist to report on it. Okay. And also the most embedded with them. And the amount of bullshit fights about fucking nothing correct about absolutely nothing these these menial fights it reminded me of high school almost because you know what it is similar to in high school or camp the fact that you have to see each other every day yes there is no modern relation to that other than an office job but you're not sleeping at an office job this is everybody's personal hours yes all that corporate workplace bullshit is out the window and I feel like people don't understand that a lot because, well, how do you, so that was your night last night. You left this morning. How is the shelter overall? Overall, for me, I can say that it's actually a pretty cool place. Okay. Um, when it comes to helping you as an individual, um, I love my hand-me-down clothes. Yeah. Um, I love the support from the staff that keep me grounded and focused on where I want to go out when I leave the But shelter. do you think that you, and this is not to, to because I, like I said, I'm, I'm one of the most foremost journalists on homelessness. Correct. I know that there's a varying spectrum of the type of people who are unhoused. You know, I know that you, you seem like someone who could go get a college degree. You seem Correct. like someone who could do anything that you applied yourself to. You've been dealt a bad hand. You haven't been able to, stay in the same place for longer than a year at a time, you have it harder than most. That it, that happens to you, but you are also a very capable and strong person. But there are people who are less capable, less strong, and more importantly, older than you. Mm, yes. How do you see your cohorts? How, of, of the other people in the shelter, how, would you consider yourself like one of the more together? I can say that, yes, and I'm one of the youngest. Mm -hmm. um, I can definitely say that. I can just agree. Uh, most of the women that are there are over 50 years old, and they are on SSI disability and have an addiction mm -hmm. to dope, heroin, things of that nature. So they look to me, actually, for support they ask me hey how do i do this how do i do that so i, I feel like i'm working there because you got that big jaden smith energy you know what i'm saying with that positivity, <laughs> positivity yeah, yeah they look for me i try to get them with to do your yoga. hat and your yeah, bro. positivity you know no i fuck with it um, thank you sir no it's good and, and that sir shit is very nice but you don't have to hit me with the sir we're the same age you're three months older than me i should call you sir yeah you should well, ma'am <laughs> like, ma'am ma no i'm that's just not how i talk uh no but i i, I do appreciate it uh so what do you think the most common misconception about shelters or, or about your life is or about the type of person you are? Because shit can't be easy for a young black homeless woman. It's not. 
Especially um, in Camden. Camden's no no joke. Not yeah, that Philly's it much easier. Correct. Um, I would say that I have support. Yeah. That I have support. A lot of people say, hey, you have family. A lot of people don't. They throw that in my face at the shelter. And I'm like, but I can't live with them. Yeah. I really cannot. I can't live with them. So it was like, no, guys, I'm truly on my own for the first time. So all that she's getting help. No, no, that's not true. That's yeah. like thin line. Well, if you're getting help, what are you fucking playing a part? You, you're in there for fun, you know? Exactly. Like, what do they think? Like, yeah. What do they think? Honestly, I'm not too sure what they think. Um, they just, they're just trying to actually make sure I'm not on drugs. And that's just the truth. Yeah. Um, they don't really look into your life. Once you leave the shelter, they say this all the time. They wipe their hands. But when you're in the shelter, they just want to make sure that you do your chores. You're not high. Yeah. And you don't have a problem with anyone in the shelter. And yours is a specific type of shelter. Is that right? Yes, this is a safe haven. Um, yeah. We have family, um, and that's men are there as well with their wives and children. Mm. On my side, it's just single females. You Got know? it. So, yeah. yes. Um, I'm not too sure what a safe haven is. I'm just going to say some people come there also. And, but it's good. It's, it's, yes, it's it is good. It's you. working for good. me. Which yes, I love the structure. That's the thing. I love the structure. I'm getting everything that I need from the shelter. Yeah. Well, I've talked to a lot of homeless and unhoused people or people that are struggling, and they say they do not like the structure specifically. Okay. Well, also, they also like doing drugs, Correct. which is... I get it. I, I smoked today. I'm going to smoke later today. I'm Heard. drinking a beer right <laughs> bro, now. Heard, but it's just uh, it's different strokes for different folks. Exactly. And, and I don't know if I, well, and obviously that's weed. But like, if you can't tell someone who's addicted to heroin, just don't do heroin. Correct. And trade it for housing. Like, it just doesn't work like that. Or a crack. Or I had a guy blow crack smoke in my face the other day. Wow. I was down at K&A. I saw more than a dozen people shoot up in front of me. And they're all, it's, it's the homelessness issue. And I've said this to many people. This I wrote this in my Philly Weekly article. Uh, you can look it up. It's, it's called Summer Camps. It's about the homeless encampments. And it's taught in a class. It's gotten me much acclaim. It's very good. I'm happy about it. But in it, I write about how homelessness is a choice that the government makes every day. Mm. There is enough money. There is enough empty homes. And there is enough space to house everybody. The problem is you can't give everyone houses because housing and property is the foundation of the American economy. Housing is how you get rich and establish generational wealth. Not everybody can do that because this country relies on low-cost labor. You need to be afraid of being homeless to take a bad job to stay afloat. That is the only way that you will have the poor underclass doing what you want as a ruling class. And that's not and that's not a vindictive anything. That's written in the economics. You need low-paid workers at the bottom of any capitalist system. That's why I'm not a capitalist. It's because it's bad. It's it's exploitative. It's intentionally exploitative. We how, how do you explain a country that pivoted from slavery? Our economy is the pivot from slavery. We went from having free labor to having low-cost labor. It was a small turn with a big boat. 
because that's all politics is. It's a it's a giant, giant shipping vessel navigating the ocean, and you can only turn it ever so slightly, but that little turn has big consequences. And slavery and 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 segregation is is the thing that has kept people like yourself in poverty and in bad situations. Meanwhile, people like me, not so much. Mm. Not 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 nearly as much. My dad well I'm I'm I feel less guilt than other whites because I'm a third generation immigrant. My parents were second generation immigrants born poor. My parents got are the people who got themselves some money. They didn't make a lot of money and now I'm trying taking my shot at it. I didn't come from a huge amount of generational wealth, but it's hard for me to understand how people with more off than me are ignorant to these facts and these ideas, the importance of shelter. And uh, is there anything else you want to say on the unhoused topic, the unhoused issue? Um, yeah. Uh, yes, I do. Um, right now, when it comes to applying for homes, waiting list, waiting list, waiting list, waiting list. Hit me with it. Um, from when I call these different apartments, they say, hey, since the whole shutdown of the economy, the government from the whole pandemic. Um, a lot of people who are at the homes, we can't kick them out. So I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I will be in the shelter for probably the rest of the year. And this is the feedback that I'm getting from each place that I call. That is happening right now, the waiting list. So, hey. In Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia specifically, the, the uh, housing authority has a waiting list that has been closed since I believe, and this is my conservative guess, 2014. Mm, you can't wow. even apply. They're backlogged on a waiting list since 2014, which means for the last like seven to 10 years, you haven't even be, been able to apply for housing. So I get it. Yeah, man. So that's why I said, do you have a plan? Do you have a plan to get yourself up out the shelter within like a year or so? I'm going to be honest. At this point, it's truly me on waiting list, sir. Until yeah. then, hey, grind, do what I have to do to perceive what my goals and what I want for myself. The shelter is not stopping me. Yeah. No. That's good. So you just got to stack bread. Stack bread. Stack bread. Stack bread. Uh, <laughs> any more thoughts uh, before we go more into the artistic lens? Any more thoughts on um, the on the unhoused issue? We can always circle back when I like to keep it concise. Um, yeah, no. Anything else you think people should know about the shelter experience, the unhoused experience, what what shelter means to a person? What shelter means to most, um, I would say it's just a place in the meantime. Um, if your mental isn't there, it doesn't matter where you're placed. You can have a mansion. If your mental isn't right, that doesn't truly matter. Honestly, it doesn't. Um, there is a female, I just want to say this, shout out to her, 18 years old, who came through. She was suicidal. She didn't care about getting a home. They was ready to fund her with a home, and they were going to pay it for up to until she was 21. Mm -hmm. She wanted to die, so it didn't matter. So she died in the shelter? No. She's actually oh, in a motel now. Um, they, there has been two overdoses in the shelter. I'm saying that. Yes, yeah, and you've has. seen all that shit. I've seen you've all got, of it, bro. You've seen all your the mental, trauma. I know. If you can leave the shelter with your mental intact, you won in my eyes. Yeah, you. you well, you're so positive that I feel like folks won't even understand. But you, you see shit every day that people wouldn't tolerate. Yeah. 
You see shit every day that most people are are sheltered from. And on that note, we're going to pivot more towards the creative tip. Uh, What's your Instagram so people can follow you? You can follow me at Samira underscore official nine. That's S-A-M-Y-R-A underscore official nine. There's a war going on outside that nobody's safe from. But here in my arms, I'll keep you from harm. There's no guarantee tonight that we will wake up when night takes the morning. But if no alarm rings, you can count on one to shut. I'll be your shelter. Under the underpass, rumbling stomachs, cups, jingle when hummus pass. Brisk wind, summer's done, winter is coming fast. And then they zoom, teach them, wonder why they don't come to class. The internet been out, the hot water been out. She moved to her aunt's house, then to her friend's couch. The abuser went to jail, but that nigga been out. Producer was in house, they closer than pen pals. Homeless in the home of the slaves, I wonder how that would feel. To manifest the destiny of bunch of land they could steal. Think about Kenneth Walker and Philando Castile, how they only wanted to protect their family while there's niggas out here to make it worse for they folks it's a deeper how to hell for the worst of these folks it's a mystery we never heard the murder she wrote if we finally paid her back the whole earth to be broke All right, so now now we're going to talk. It was it could be as depressing as the last segment, but it doesn't matter if it's depressing or not because that's my style, baby. Hey, I don't give I a fuck it. if exactly. anyone's happy. <laughs> if you listen to my shit and you feel something, I won. It's not about exactly. if you're sad, happy, mad at me. If you're if, if you end up hating me, I won. Uh, if you end up loving me, I won. Uh, the only way that you could win is by ignoring me, and that's that don't do, please Please don't do that. <laughs> please. I'm, I'm being serious. Just please don't do that. Um, so I've talked to you a little bit about your artistry and your 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 ideas for a music career. And talk to me about where where your um, ambition comes from. Um, honestly, it's that inner child that actually is screaming, hey, Remember when we were supposed to be on TV? I'm like, oh right, you know what? I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so basically, you're on some uh, recapturing your childhood shit. Yeah. You didn't get, yeah, right. you didn't get the fair shake. No. <laughs> so now you're like, okay, well, I didn't get to have fun back then. So now I'm gonna have fun, express myself, all that. Yes. Hey, I get that. I get that. I don't. I don't want to get that, but I, unfortunately, I get that. Yeah. Um, so what what kind of music do you do you shoot to make? What kind of music do you like to listen to? Talk to me about all that. I'm going to be honest and say that truth is the definition for me is whatever comes out. Yeah, that's what I rap about. Um, I go with the vibe of the instrumental. Um, 
I used to be like, hey, let me talk about guns and everything. But I'm like, wait a minute. You don't have one of those. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know how to shoot a gun. Saying? So truth, I speak my truth. That's making it plain and simple. Um, when it comes to people I listen to, shout out to Beyonce. I'm okay, just going to keep it 100, okay, man. That's good. That's shout good. Shout out that's to good. Beyonce all the time. Um, I'm going to say who I listen to now. Um, shout out to Tyler Creator. Yeah, yeah, I'm on that same. Oh, so you're on your Sid shit. I'm on whatever. Oh, uh, okay. I'm you're on, on your the creative. Sid shit. Because if I had <laughs> to say, she but, looks yo. like, if anyone yo. wants to visualize some Irish, she looks like uh, Sid from Odd Future, but dressed like Jaden Smith. Ooh, love it. Love yeah, it, that's not it, bad. I don't think that's an insult. I think Sid's a pretty woman, and, and Jaden's got good fashion. So Yes, he does. And if you want to imagine me, imagine. Uh, a viral video of Adam Sandler playing basketball. Ooh, That's what perfect. I'm dressed like. Yeah, uh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you any video yes. of Adam Sandler hooping or Turtle from Entourage in seasons three through four, <laughs> that's me. I've got a big baggy. You know. Um, how? So last time I met you here at Rec Philly, correct? Yes. And what were you doing? Um, actually, I was getting a tour of Rec Philly. Oh, you were just getting the tour regular degular. Regular I thought you were with Carlos. And I was with Carlos. And he actually was giving me the tour and talking to me about, hey, how this place would actually help me. Yeah. So I thank him for that. Truly thank him for that. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. And and maybe I'll talk to these bitch ass motherfuckers. Maybe I'll talk to these. <laughs> Watch them out. I know, I know, I know, I know. I should be nicer. I don't, because I do actually like them. But I would like, for, maybe they could sponsor you. Maybe I could pressure them into sponsoring you yeah. for, for a free membership for a couple months. Thank you. Yeah, that's probably, you. That's probably a Thank smart. I, I'm I, bowing down to do, him. Do not ever I'm shut bowing. up. I'm, I'm, I'll cut your mic every time you compliment <laughs> me. And, I'll, and yeah. I will do that unabashedly. We don't need people. The, nobody likes me. People listen mm, to my stuff yeah. and want to see me get hurt. Wow. They want to see me in discomfort. I just know my audience. I'm fine with it. Exactly. Well, because uh, come on, who wants to see a white man win? I Nobody. Did. Nobody. No. No. <laughs> well, you want one specific white man to win. <laughs> but when people first see me, the idea is not to root for me. Understandable. Uh, because motherfuckers that look like me win every day. And uh, he looks Hispanic. Hey, I will take that. It's the summertime. I'm tan <laughs> and I'm wearing a chain. I look good. You he know, looks, looks fabulous. Um, but artistry, take me through it. What is your favorite way to express yourself? That's non-musical. Non-musical. That's my question for you. Um, just probably. That's musical. That's musical. That doesn't count. You know what I mean? It doesn't count. Um, I would say actually what I learned through. Um, Wait, actually do, do that again. Do that again. Keep going. I'm a rich motherfucker, you can suck my dick. I got a big gun and I pulled a clip. And you looking at the street like, who is this? And it's Jason Bucket Peters, it's that, that bitch. All right. <laughs> Love that it. was very, a lot of fun. No, you think it's me. I'm sorry. I don't understand. That's my language. No, nah, I don't get to, I don't get to. That is my language. I freestyled over a lot of stuff. I never, I've never free, freestyled over a beatboxer. So I, I saw the option and I was covering my mouth like this. Uh, it's it, perfect. You know what that reminded me of? You, you do you know this? You must you must know this. Hold up, I'm so. typing it in because this is a classic, classic like old head hip hop, hip hop. Oh yeah, yeah. Lottie Dottie, Lottie Dottie, yes. Lottie, Lottie. 
You know what? Yo, peep this. Lottie Dottie, we, we like the body. We don't cause trouble. We, we don't bother nobody. nobody. We're just some man that's on the mic. mic. And when we rock upon the mic, we, we rock, rock the, the mic. mic. For all of y'all, keeping y'all in hell. Just to see you smile and enjoy yourself. Cause it's cool when you cause a cozy condition at that we create so that's our mission so listen to what we say because this type, type of shit it happens every, every day walk up around 10 o'clock in the morning, morning. gave myself a <sighs> morning yawning went to the bathroom to wash up had some soap on my face and my hair upon a cup i said a mirror mirror on, on the, the wall. wall who is the top choice of them all there was a rumble dumble five, five minutes, minutes it lasted the mirror said you are you can see the bastard Yo, that's true. That's why we never have no beef. So then I washed off the soap and brushed the, the gold, gold teeth. You saw all over lay cause my skin gets pale. Then I got the files for my fingernails. Due to the night, I don't mind be half. I put the bubbles in the tub so I could have a bubble, bubble bath. bath. Clean, dry was my body in here. I threw on my brand new Gucci, Gucci underwear. underwear. For all the girls I might take home I got the Johnson's baby powder and the Polo Cologne Fresh dress like a million bucks Threw on the ballet shoes and the fly green socks Stepped out the house, stopped short Oh no! I went back in, I forgot the Then I dilly Dally Grand door Valley Bumped into my old girl Sally, Sally from, from the, the valley, valley. Hey. This is a girl plays hard to get So I said, what's No, no, I absolutely I love, love, love uh, that, that. that Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh Dougie Pretty Fresh, much yes. the inventor of, of yes. this rap shit, yes. uh, some hey, of them. Shout out to KRS One. Shout out to KRS One. Shout out to KRS One. I grew up. I, well, I loved all this shit very young, which I explains my uh, respect and love for black culture. And uh, it it stinks to be the white guy who loves rapping. <laughs> well, no, it's dope. It is dope. It like is. it's dope to be accepted. It, it must suck to be shunned. Mm -hmm. I had a motherfucker running running wreck Philly. He was like, yo, 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 ba ba ba. Introduced himself to me same way you did. And I was like, yo, ba ba ba. He texted me, he was like, hey, do you wanna be my manager? And he was a white rapper. And I said, no, would you, no well, dead ass, no, I don't want right. to. But uh, he was like, damn, I just really wanted a, um, a manager who wasn't black. Oh, I was like, yo, you can't just text that. Right. I immediately took that screenshot of that shit, sent it to the people in charge here. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that? People are bad. People are bad. Um, I listened to your lemon pepper freestyle. Oh, wow. Thank you. Would you like to do some lemon pepper? We could do whatever comes to mind. We could do some lemon pepper. We we'll, do, do some we'll do some lemon pepper, and then we'll, we'll do another one. We'll keep whichever one in. We're some fun people doing some fun music stuff. Is there anything you want to talk about artistry-wise or the people to know about your creative process, what it's like to... How do you even ma take time to be... Is, is being creative what keeps you sane in such a, yes. a difficult, difficult life? Yes. <laughs> this is a musical in my mind. Yeah. Okay? This is Broadway. This is the come-up story. Hey, in order for me to have that development of self and confidence and no anxiety, I am a... 24-7 service, man. We're singing, yep. we're rapping, we're doing this every I'm not going to do the lemon pepper because I ha I already did a lemon pepper. Okay. And I'm just going to say that if I do it and I want it to be fully off the top. Yes, sir. Okay, so I'll, I'll, we'll do the beat I sent you. Okay. And uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'm fine with either. I'll go first. Oh, that's bold and strong. So yes. then I said to him. Yeah, oh, we gotta, we're cutting this ad out. We're not putting this Liberty Mutual ad. 2100 has always been ad-free. The only ads we do is parody.
All right. Love it. My name is Samira. Samira. Welcome to R E E L's. And this should be televised. Damn straight. Here live with Jason. One, two, one, two, three. Yeah. I live in a generation filled with gas, choked up, can't breathe on the street, don't know if they should hold the heat or blast their peace. Smoke, 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 now put that down. I fought for my speed, freedom of speech, so why wouldn't I speak up for me? Present in America, but still look like an unwrapped mummy from Africa. And I murder cats and eat it. Chinese massacre, who's really masking ya? Left healthy, but walked out a monster who really shot ya. The doctor, mass murderer, if they ain't cop ya. Health coverage to a spitter with a chopper. How that sound? It's legal. The lawyer got bars and that's rounds. So ha ha, na na, why not? Shoot him with these bars. Shoot him to the stars. But her chest still moving, so I guess her spirit only left. So what's CPR concept? Put revival on her check. The CPR. I breathe for the world out of respect. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, one, two. Let's go. One, two, three, four. Never been a hater. Always been a lover. I been two things and that's a bad motherfucker and a guy who don't play but by my own rules i make bars and i spit that shit on pro tools psych i use that free shit that's audacity which is always like man you got the audacity to get in your face and say just what i want and what i want to do is show up to work with a blunt and Ooh. smoke it in my boss's face smoke it in my mother's face sorry to my mother i didn't mean to say you in that last face but i'm chilling on some dumb shit 26 i'm on some young shit i meet senators i go to congress i meet senators i go to congress and if you look at my dick it is the Oh, snap. Didn't want to say in front of Samira. We've been so wholesome. You see me grow some. I was on my dumb shit and now I know some stuff about the world and I just need to spit it. And all these other fuckers need to quit it. You Harry Potter playing Quidditch. Me, I'm improv and Thomas Middleditch. Oh. Or. I'm on my Ben Swartz shit. Can you tell I like improv? I'm a motherfucking dork, bitch. Hold on, let me interrupt on my Kanye. And I come through in this different Hans way. I don't even know who that is. But Samira is the kid that stayed sheltered. Nah, she never did. But she could have done a bit. And I, that's not really real. So everything I said it was really a movie deals. I'm an actress and an actor. Is she a man? Like he said, call me a she. Beat ended, you got four. I got four bars left, so I guess I use these bars to huh, inject. I'm more like an infect to an insect. I'm a species. <laughs> and we're done now. And we're going to get Samira a house somehow. Facts. 
get the fuck out of here with that ad. That was a fun, great way to do it. We did pretty goddamn good. We did fabulous. Yeah, no, and you can tell it wasn't written because I, I was saying wild shit. But no, no, that was good. Uh, Samira, is there anything you want to tell the people before we uh, sign off of here at the end of the episode? Yes, be yourself. Yep. And, and, and is there anything you want the people of the year 2100 to know? Because this is supposed to be for them. And what, before anyone, because no one ever says shit to me because everyone's scared of me, but people will be like, what's this have to do with the people of the year 2100? And I will say this. Samira's voice is not the type of voice that would get amplified f for future generations. Ooh, okay. I try very hard to amplify people I think are important to be heard because we're all going to have Trump's tweets in the Library of Congress. We're going to have whatever the influential thought leaders. Hell, my book might be somewhere one day. I will be heard, but I want to make sure that people who may, may not have been afforded the shit that I've been afforded can be heard. And that's why Samira's here because your voice is equally as important as mine or as any of the politicians I've had on the show or any other artists that I've featured. Uh, and I just wanted to say that. Uh, what would you like to tell the people of the year 2100? I would say at the end of the day, know your worth. Understand that there's help out here and there is support. There's people like Jason here. No, then no. What I said, I'll cut your mic if you say a nice thing about me. Um, cut the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am just thankful. Like I said, don't give up, man. Don't give up. Yep. Don't give up. And on that, note, on that note, simple. On that note, we're done. Though. Twas in another lifetime, one of toil and blood. When blackness was a virtue, the road was full of mud I came in from the wilderness, a creature void of form Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm And if I pass this way again, you can rest assured I'll always do my best for her, on that I give my word in a world of steel-eyed death and men who are fighting to be warm Come in, she said, I'll give ya shelter from the storm And if you made it this far in the episode, I'd like you to know that on July 16th from 3.30 to 6 p.m., uh, we will be hosting a kickoff event because myself and Carlos Aponte from the We Love Philly charity will be walking 62 miles from Philadelphia to Atlantic City uh, along the White Horse Pike. Uh, that will be taking place from January 16th, 17th, and 18th. It is 70, 62 miles. We are looking for places to stay on the route. We are looking for people to donate to Project Ownership. We're doing all of this for charity so that the uh, We Love Philly kids can build a, um, a, a what's it called? Um, a shipping container into a house and rent it out on Airbnb to cheat to teach children about owning homes. And then they will be able to rent it out and make profit off of it. They will then own the Airbnb after they do this. Uh, and that's what we're walking for. So donate. It's also, we're doing this because the podcast hit 15,000 downloads. We're well over. We're at 30. So if you made it this far in the episode, you enjoyed the episode, uh, that means you're a fan and you support me. So if you really support me, nut up or shut up, I don't want your money. Give it to charity. I don't want your money. 
Give it to charity. Um, and that's it. Uh, please show out. Uh, support us July 16th and uh, share this shit, obviously. This is the remix. I just, I just feel like people forgot about this song. Hey, hey, bitch, try this. Guarantee turn square to a bye, bitch. You ain't down. Bye, 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 bitch. I ain't got time for playing. I'm just saying. We out here trying to function. 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 I ain't got time for playing. I'm just saying. We out here trying to function. 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 I ain't got time. Slid into the fountain, the throat, looking hella dipped, soft.